the Just Saying podcast is proud to have Our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. And in this episode, we're going to build on last episode, which is around the disquiet of behind quiet quitters and tackle the challenge of speaking up when something just isn't working for you. And the reason we're doing this is because there's a time for quiet, for sure, where you just need to think and be with your thoughts. But there's also a time to talk and it's not complaining. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. Thrilled, actually. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Keep on spreading the word about how we can help you become a more intentional communicator. What you say, say matters, especially in an, in an area of noise where people are saying everything, but it doesn't say anything. There's a sense of helplessness. There's a lack of power. Like, I'm talking, but nobody's actually listening, and it's not moving anything. And what we talked about in the last episode was this disquiet behind quiet quitters, the sense of unease, anxiety, helplessness, which is maybe, you know, leading to people just kind of giving up or doing just enough or pushing back. And we didn't come to a conclusion if the term was really, and my last line was, it might be defined as resignation without a resignation. But the idea here is that there's an issue. And when there's an issue, we got to say something. Now, how to do that and do it the right way is really the point driving this because you got to speak up. But there's always a risk, right? So when you coin a term like a quiet quitter, there's an there's a catchiness to that title, but there's a part of it which is unfair, which is just like, hey, there's a lot of risk where, where a person wants to say what's on their mind and maybe there's no boundary or they feel abused or like their boss is a terrible communicator or there's no purpose to their job. There's kind of a career limiting if you say something, so it might be just easier to go with the flow. Maybe that's what's when that disquiet is really at the heart of the matter would make a person to kind of become this person who just, I'm just going to do what I need to do and I'm not going to do more and I'm not going to do less, but I'm just going to do enough. And it's kind of unfortunate that, that a person would get tagged. I don't know if anybody would say I'm that way, like as a tag or a, a title, but what we're going to talk about today is just speaking up. And let's use quiet quitting as, as sort of a lens, but we can use any other issue that just isn't working for you. And how to handle that in a way that gives you some power, gives you some impact, but takes away some of the risk. Right? So you can have a conversation and control it in a way that, that makes sure that you're heard. This ties back to other episodes that I've done about having tough conversations, but this really may not even be a tough conversation, though it seems out the gate that there's some risk. There's always risks in any conversation, how people take it. But that's that's can be easily avoidable if you just do a little bit of homework and, and prepare yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about is five considerations to make the issue known, right? And that's, you know, whatever it is, that issue. And let's use quiet quitting as the issue, the sense of helplessness, or I'm just, you know, I feel like there's no boundaries or whatever. But it could be another issue, which is maybe, you know, unrealistic expectations or 
you know, people, leaders that can't prioritize and, and their lack of order is making my life chaotic or the issue could be a coworker or somebody who's just abusive or just nasty to work with and how do you, how do you address that? And the easiest thing is just sort of a sense of resignation, like, oh, I, I can't do anything, nothing can be done. Well, if you don't say anything, that's certainly the case. And maybe why that term even appeared in the first place of quiet quitting, which is I'm just giving up. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to just deal with it by not saying anything. Um, and let's take a different approach, which is speaking up when something just isn't working for you. Okay, and this, I want you to think about this and hear this from certainly a professional lens. I This affects me at work and how I work, where I work, the way I work, but also at home and personal, my personal life, you know, the just things that just aren't working for you that maybe you just need to say. And and here's some, cons- here I've listed kind of five considerations just kind of walk you through a way of approaching speaking up in a way that will fe- make you feel more comfortable, more confident, and, and get closer getting it right without sort of just not dealing with it and just kind of kicking the can and, and shutting it down. And I just want to tell you like on a personal and professional basis, you know, I deal with this. And, you know, people don't like conflict. They just, you know, there's some things that just like, it just annoys me or, or whatever the issue might be. And that's not working for you. And the easiest, more immediate thing is just, you know, I'm not even going to bother. It's just, maybe it'll just go away. The person will move. I don't know. Like, it's not like this doesn't affect me. It affects me too. And just, you don't like it. Sometimes you just got to like write that message or send it and say say it. But you, you realize that there might be some some after effects or, or um, impacts to doing it and you just don't want to deal with it, uh, it affects me too. So I'm, I just want to put that out there that as I'm sharing these considerations with you, I'm taking these things to heart myself that I need to speak up sometimes. Well, the first thing is I want to just my five list. I'm going to go through the, the list real quick and then I'll drill into each one of them. It's time, topic, audience, role, and tone. So you're, you know, we've talked in previous podcasts about a draft card it's a way of knowing your audience. It stands for desired outcome, relationship, audience, format, tone. You can go back and re-listen to that one. That's that's important. I'm having a tough conversation with another podcast, but those are the five considerations. Time, topic, audience, role, and tone. So let's start with the with the with the time. And I would really, really encourage you to just give yourself quiet time, schedule it actually to like start to look at in addressing issues of disquiet, unease, anxiety, worry, concern, in the sources of what what are they and where are they coming from, and, and who who's who's making that happen. Um, you know, I when it comes to like the time to think about it, I just recall a conversation I had with a guy once, where he's like, you know, somebody asked me how am I doing, and I always kind of just said fine. You know, like we talked about in a recent podcast, there's no kind of there's no edge to that point, and it's kind of dull. You just say, fine, good. You know, and he actually gave himself some quiet time to think about it. And he discovered that he was in pain, physical pain. Just have, if you don't give any time to think about it, you don't even find the things that make you sort of like, I never stopped to think about it. That drumming sound outside of my house where they've been con- doing construction for the last year is giving me a gnawing headache, and I just sort of got used to it or whatever. But I haven't even stopped to think about it. Like, what, what is sort of... What's bugging me? What's what isn't working for me? You know, recently I just did a list of this, you know, things that work for me, things that don't work for me. And I did that in quiet time, just kind of wrote cataloged a list. These are things that don't work for me. That that bug me, that 
get under my skin, that make, that create noise for me. And here are the things that do work for me. Well, I did that in quiet time. So the first thing is take time to do that. And give yourself enough time to do it. So don't give yourself a minute to do that. A minute of quiet, you might need, you know, 10, 15 minutes over a week. And that's just the topic of the, the time. And then the next thing is the topic. What Now you've thought about it. What, it, what are the issues? What are the things that are that are generating that disquiet that are that are gnawing at you you know going back to the last episode we talked about you know are there no boundaries you know i always feel like i was all, every waking hour of the day i have to be available or there's no autonomy i i have no say in that i can't say to anybody no it's not it's not my my role to say i'm powerless I, there's no clear purpose in my work I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I feel like I'm working on this project and I'm doing it because I'm doing it and that's my job. Or maybe there's just no quiet work. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly collaborating, but I'm never able to actually do any work to stop and think about things and analyze and decipher and decide. I, I'm just on the hamster wheel all day long. Those might be, even, each and every one of those might be an issue. You know, it might be something different. You'll have a, you know... Um, a boss that's giving you all list of to-dos and tasks that you can never, you never can prioritize. Everything seems like it's due tomorrow. So the second thing is just understanding what the topic is. What is that issue? And then you're going to get into audience. Who are you going to, who are you going to talk to? You're going to speak up. But who are you going to talk to? Is it the decision maker? A person who can change it? Is it an advocate? Somebody that's, that can help you change it? Is it an influencer, a person that can say it may, may behind the scenes more subtly affect change or get at it in a less noticeable way? Or maybe it's directly with the person who's causing the problem, the contributor, the, 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 the guilty party, if you will. You know, if you do this, could you please stop doing it? You've got to think about who you're talking to, and there are different audiences. You know, a person who's authorized to change it, a person who can advocate the change, a person who can sort of subtly influence the change, and a person who is actually causing the, the chaos, the havoc themselves. So think about those people. And then you think about, well, you know, who are they? Why do they do what they do? How can they affect it? You know, just got to think about the person that you're talking to. You know, when you talk to them, when, when, when should you talk to them, where do you talk to them? You know, that type of thing. Then you get into the role. It's different than the audience, but like, okay, well, I know, I now know who my audience is. So what do you want them to do? Becomes very, very important in that conversation that you're going to have with them. I said this in a podcast a while ago, but I thought it was kind of worth bringing up again of a person who's voicing a complaint and issue. And then her boss like, all right, what do you want me to do? And she was completely unprepared. And she said she looked ridiculous. She felt silly. What do you want me to do? She's like, I, I don't know. And then walked away and was totally embarrassed. You know, when you have this conversation with this person, have it really clear the answer to that question. Okay, now you've told them, now they know. What do you want them to do? And if the answer is nothing, then tell them nothing. Or if it's to advocate, advocate. Or if it's to think about it, think about it. If it's to change or stop, tell them to stop. But they need to know what their role in the conversation is. What's the call to action? That's a kind of a marketing thing, but I always use it in how we help people communicate is, what is your call to action? What do you want the person to do? And finally, the tone. After you've done all this organizing what you're going to say and why it's an issue 
and where does it manifest itself and how does it impact you and how does it hurt you and all that you're gonna you're gonna put that make it tight right give it a, enough time where you can explain yourself without going overboard or or under under explaining you have the right amount of information what tone you want to deliver is this severe is it hopeful is it encouraging is it helpless is it like what is that and then finally you know deliver that message make it brief you know clear and concise this is the this is the issue this is why it's bothering me and this is what i'd like you to do and this is where i see it and and this is how it's impacting me and and then what is the call to action have that conversation keep it short get it out have them respond listen to them talk about it in the right tone you know so you're having that conversation and it's 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 in the you're striking in the right key you know, going back to the podcast we did last week about quiet quitting, I mean, what, what really strikes me about that term is sort of, it's catchy, absolutely, but what strikes me is a person just like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to keep on going and just nobody knows. You know, this research that 54% of all employees don't feel engaged, like they don't even know what their purpose is and kind of the helplessness that we feel, this, you know, disquiet that's behind the whole thing. And nobody says anything. It's like, geez, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta start speaking up. But we gotta do it in a way that's going to produce an outcome, right? And I think that starts with having a conversation. And here's some considerations. Take time to think about what are those issues that might be getting, getting at you, either as a subordinate, as a leader, all the above. You know what? Then you now know what they are. Who are you gonna talk about? Who can talk about that? Those topics, and who are you gonna bring them to? And then, you know, what's that, what's their role in the conversation? What do you want them to do? What's the tone? And then you deliver it. You, deliver it. you say something. And that's really the, the, the point here is you got to speak up. When something just isn't working for you, you got to speak up. Even if you don't want to, right? That conversation might be the difference. You're probably not the only person that thinks that. You're probably not the only person. And there, yeah, there's always risks. There's always risk, but there are ways to do that that, that can be constructive. And I'm, I'm not saying this is like the, the panacea, it's the cure-all, it's going to be like the magic silver bullet that's going to fix all the problems, but saying nothing clearly isn't. So if you feel like you're a quiet quitter, if that's the title that you can sort of take on, or if you feel like you're pushing back, or you're recommending change of some sort, um, that change happen, you know, please say something to someone. Just say it.